Prime Minister Narendra Modi's winning formula of 2014 is under severe stress. Can he refresh it? A month ago, on January 18, Rashtriya Swam Sevak Sangh (RSS) General Secretary Bhayaji Joshi said in Nagpur, "When the temple will get constructed on Ram Janmabhoomi on 2025, this progress of India will gather further momentum." Once the Ayodhya temple is built, the country will gain the capital required for the next 150 years. The idea that the construction of a controversial temple at the site of a demolished mosque can lead to the formation of capital in the country could be intriguing for the uninitiated, for the proponents of Hindutva. However, this notion is integral to the idea of development and progress. The proposition in that an aggressive assertion of the collective hindu identity is an essential precondition for india's development this is a point that pro market supporters of prime minister narendra modi self deceptively overlooked ahead of the 2014 lok sabha elections though he himself had made his position clear asked whether he was pro business or a hindu nationalist he said in 2013 there is no contradiction between the two it's one and the same image while this has been a core component of hindutva thought for decades It was Mr Modi's reign in Gujarat that made it acceptable and popular. If enough people still thought Mr Modi's 2014 campaign was jettisoning Hindutva for development, it was convenient for him. Hindutva politics over the years had suffered from three inherent contradictions that stunted its growth. Friction between two pro-market segments and Hindu traditionalists in the Indian right-wing contradictory requirements of the centralized, disciplinarian, ideologically rigid core of the RSS and building a mass mobilization through a political wing and consolidating a Hindu vote bank among a people hierarchically and oppressively divided by the caste system. Mr Modi's innovation to Hindutva politics since 2002 has been in reconciling these three contradictions in a sufficient measure initially in Gujarat and then in other parts of the country to win a Lok Sabha majority in 2014 that is Hindutva 2.0 where material progress is married to a religious social agenda disciplined organizations and mass mobilization are balanced and the lower ranks in the caste hierarchy are enlisted as part of an omnivorous hindu identity in which they are offered social acceptance and political representation all these factors that worked in mr modi's favor are now unraveling and hindutva 2.0 is in crisis the circle that the admiringly described mr modi as pro market has shrunk very fast and most of those who still call him so do it deservedly often accusing him of having promoted crony capitalism and failing to deliver on job creation those who spoke of his marginal skills many as a cover to mask their own bigotry are now disappointed over the government's handling of the economy especially demonetization and poor implementation of the goods and service tax gst they may not be cheering for anyone else but they are no longer saying mr modi is the savior on the other hand the religious right is happy they have pushed the temple agenda to the back burner with a new deadline of 2025 
giving Mr. Modi breathing space and have begun to really force behind his 2019 campaign. Yet the marriage of the material prosperity and religious nationalism is not exactly made in heaven and is teetering. Enrollment of the critical mass of Dalits and backward caste population into the Hindu politi politics that is widely perceived as a project for the nourishment of upper caste dominance was Hindu 2.0's second success. Mr. Modi presented himself as a lower caste leader and sought to the appropriate Dalit and backward caste figures ranging from V.R. Ambedkar, Srinarayan Guru to Ayankali and even Mata Amritya Mai into his politics. The idea of Hindutva is based on the premises that there is a collective interest for the community common to all caste groups. Caste groups. Given the social, economic, linguistic, cultural diversities within the Hindus, a common thread that could unite them all is the image of common enemy. Cow protection has been the convenient tool here. In the 2015 Bihar elections, Mr. Modi asked Yadav's to not vote for Lalu Prasad, who he said was insulting the cow-worshipping community by supporting beef eating. In his home state of Gujarat, it was white revolution and cow protection, while in Vihar, it was pink revolution or a proliferation of slaughterhouses, he said. But the same cow protection that helped Hindu unity soon enough fractured it as Dalit become targets of vigilance. If you want to attack, attack me, not the Dalits. If you want to shoot, shoot me, not the Dalits. Mr. Modi said in August 2016, as instances of cow villagent attacks on Dalits increased. Moreover, the gravest impact of the collapse of livestock economy in a state where the Bharatiya Janata Party BJP did well in 2014 and within them on backward caste and Dalits, while Hindutva 2.0 Zero offered a lot of rousing rhetoric for Dalits and backwards as curtailed ever. It also demonstrated an unprecedented hostility towards autonomous lower cost mobilization. Brazilian partisan police action and continuing police operations on Dalit groups, which organized protests such as at Bhim Karegaon in January 2018 are signs of this intolerance of lower caste mobilization against the Hindu right. The BJP governments in power also emboldened sections of the upper caste to seek to recapture the space lost to lower caste politics in earlier years. The policy impact of Modi government ranging from the overall underperformance of welfare schemes for the Dalits and the recent announced reservation for economically backward upper caste is yet another source of friction. Pursuit of unity without questioning caste hierarchy is vintage RSS, but in now very attractive to the majority among the Hindus. These contradictions are showing in religions where the BJP did well in 2014. The iron grip of RSS on the BJP and the former search for ideological purity have not only contributed to the constant friction between the two, but historically also limited the electoral success of Hindutva. For instance, while the RSS did not entirely trust Atal Bihari Bajpayee, who was often accused for being a closest Nehruvian. The more ideological the more ideologically pure BJP leaders did not have any significant mass appeal. With Mr. Modi at the helm Hindutva 2.0 overcome this dilemma, combining mass appeal and uncompromising Hindutva cardinals in his persona. 
The synergy between the RSS and the BJP has never been stronger than it's today, but this disciplined march towards the goal of a Hindu Rashtra under the command of a strong leader has created a new friction within BJP legislatures, ministers and leaders who feel suffocated and powerless despite being technically part of the ruling dispensate how now have a limited stake in Mr. Modi's continuation in power. A large number of sitting members of the Lok Sabha are likely to be denied tickets in 2019. If Mr. Modi continues on Gujarat model for beating anti-incumbency, none of this is hidden from Mr. Modi and his tactician BJP President Amit Shah and they are bound to seek measures to reverse these trends. The extent of their success remains an open question. What is, however, clear is that the three critical components of Hindutva 2.0 are under severe stress.